Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures. This year they're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Land Podcast Network. Jim here. And Kelly. And it is hashtag RPG a day, 2021, August the 19th. And the word is theme. Or you could even say the theme of the night is theme. (laughs) Well, let's see. I'm going to roll. Followed by Storm Style and Patron. Patron's voice. Actually, I got Patron. Ooh. Uh, it's kind of appropriate since I just had you get onto our Patreon site and uh, vote for the new upcoming Friday night Twitch game. That's true. And I voted and I put in my own suggestion for a game I would like to play. <laughs> oh, no. So that means you're, the theme you picked was other and then you suggested it in the comments? Correct. Ah, did you vote for one of the ones that were in uh, the the top three? I did. I did vote for one of those, but I, I voted for uh, um, my right in ballot um, was Dresden Files. Ironically enough, there's lots of themes in that. <laughs> Dresden Files is a good one. I mean, even if you do the quick and dirty fake version of Fate Accelerated, they've got Dresden Accelerated, which is basically Fate Light. It's, it's Fate with le- even less rules. So that's that's an interesting one. I don't think you've played acceler- any accelerated fate games. No, I don't believe I have. But that's the uh, the newest quick and dirty version of fate they came out with. Even though the one thing I do love with those guys at Evil Hat is you can get the rules for free, which is awesome. Because it is super cool when game companies are just like, eh, here's a PDF because we like you. <laughs> Of course, then again, that company has the theme of customer appreciation because whenever you buy a book from a brick-and-mortar store, you can go to their website and get the PDF for free. See, that's nice. That's super cool. And it's it's a good theme to support your it local brick-and-mortar. to patronize, you know, be, you know, mm-hmm. patronize their... Uh products yes i always make sure to go out of my way to pick up a new copy of uh, any of the fate books when they come out with the new one mm-hmm. and if you're a patron of their of evil hat on patreon 
they release theme books like every 30 days. Mm. Well, I also very much enjoy it. Didn't they also do the cats? Mm-hmm. The Secret of Cats. That, that was actually one of the Patreon releases because it was like a little 60-page booklet that uh, once the patrons voted on it and it came a game and it got play tested and they then have it for print. That was a cute game. I liked that one. Yeah, playing sentient cat, you know, in a world full of magic. Mm-hmm. Where, where the theme is cats are magical and their their burdens don't realize it. Well, it's based off of a poem, too. Mm-hmm. T.S. Eliot. Mm-hmm. You know, each cat has three names. I still remember my and the, and the fact that one of your themes is your burden, the the human who who you have to take care of and protect. Exactly. It's it's a fun so system. You have your like you have your your kitten name. You have your true name, I think. Mm-hmm. It was, and then you have your the name your burden gives you. Yes. Your everyday name or something. Yes, but don't don't give away your true name because it's magically powerful. <laughs> it's like uh, Barrel Hawk. Oh. <laughs> you know, but that's just a good I example. Books. Um, uh, so I certainly I know that they're 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 well loved. I just you know the movie that I saw was just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Oh, couldn't be. It wasn't that bad. No, I've seen worse. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, I actually like B films, so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are you going to go for for Patron? As I've spattered a bunch of stuff. I've already been mentioning patronizing and stuff, but um, actually, an interesting. Uh, Impetus in a game or that uh, that type of thing is um, when your player characters have a patron um, uh, in the game, actually an NPC, um, that can be very interesting. Like, for example, remember uh, Val? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his name escapes me. I think it was Esteban. Ah, Esteban. Who was her patron. Mm-hmm. Um, we had done work in general for him, uh, but Val in particular, she she was, uh, he's, he's her patron specifically, so she'll do side jobs for him. Mm-hmm. I can totally, I can totally reveal that Esteban was the Xanatos to the group's gargoyles, you know. He was the businessman who was letting the group do what they do best and just happened to be doing things that tilted in his favor, too. Mm-hmm. And I think, he, wasn't he, though, you alluded to the fact that he actually was working for the Titans. Or, well, you, you I alluded to the fact that he is committing human sacrifice. Yeah, okay. That's because of the... So it, could be he was working with the Titans or their goals and his aligned temporarily, so he went with it, you know. He was of the Aztec pantheon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, blood magic is, like, hugely 
And why sacrifice yours when you can sacrifice someone else? <laughs> I mean, that's just good business, you know. Unless you get, you know, we're guilt and you're not allowed to kill anybody for a year. <laughs> well, that that was rough. In which case, that's just bad business there. <laughs> That was a long year. Good thing it was only like four sessions. I wrote a bunch of stories um, too. Because mm-hmm. not only did she have the word guilt for um, uh, uh, the Japanese god, um, where she wasn't allowed to kill anything for a year, for um, Freya, she had the weird guilt that she was she could not dance. Ooh, for, that was hard. Which was really hard for her. Um, and then the other weird guilt was for Isis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just had to do um some bitch work for her. Mm-hmm. You just had to take place so of her priestess until bequeath uh her science necklace to another of her children. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's two separate stories that you, you know that you got out of that. that uh, her, mm-hmm. her weird guilt. <laughs> I, I got my money's worth out of those mergers. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, she was very upset at the time. <laughs> you take your a hero and then you suddenly give them all god powers full on <laughs> after a really rough night yeah so she took some divine retribution <laughs> the theme of that session was absolute power corrupts absolutely and i just had to sit back and let it happen <laughs> you know scion gets godlike power and goes around murdering other gods children why would that be against the rules uh, except for the fact that they all tried to kill me. Yeah, but that's when it was a fair fight. A fair fight? <laughs> Do you think gods are allowed to go around smiting other scions? Where would the fun in that be? Well, and, of course, that's why she wasn't killed outright. Mm-hmm. That's why I had just had to pay the, you know, the weird guilt to the yep. people that I killed. <laughs> And the theme of where guild is a great one that goes back through Norse history of there's a murder and someone demands retribution. Because, of course, back in back in the olden times of the Vikings, if you killed someone's provider, how, you know, just killing you isn't going to get them anywhere. A where guild is a nice bribe slash payoff slash reward money for being victimized by having someone murder your family member. Yeah, so. There's that. <laughs> hey, and and Kane, he was literally, I, I just like put him out of his misery. I just, <laughs> After you did many, many horrible things. Uh-uh, no, no, no. I caught up to him after many horrible things had been done to him. You forget, I was blinded in that fight at the get-go. <laughs> I wasn't doing it anything. The only thing I could do was a friggin' battle cry to try and boost my companions while I'm trying to find the wall and get the, my, my back to the wall. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, grappled by, you know, shadow monsters and thrown out of a 
window forty feet, forty uh, stories up. Forty stories up. You know, I just happened to you know have that one item of clothing on at the time when the moonlight hit me, and bam! The the raven wings that let you take your parents' power. All you have to do is put them on and spend a single point of legend while under an, an, a full moon. Yeah, and since I was kind of seriously injured at that point in time, I was trying to heal myself. <laughs> and I remember specifically you're going, and and you're, you're going to spend a point of legend for that, right? I'm like, hell yeah, I need freaking, you know, and then bam. I was totally baiting somebody to do it. I kind of needed to. Otherwise, you know, things would have ended badly. For me. <laughs> I mean, I had cat's grace, so I wasn't too worried about, you know, um, but still. Mm-hmm. But see, that's that's why it was great that it it worked out as intended. You know, it's that was one of those. That's the whole point of giving your players something all powerful is you want them to use it as opposed to when you accidentally give them something of awe power and you're just like, Oh shit, please don't use this. The theme for GMs there is if you're going to bring a powerful item into play, the players will get their hands on it. So make sure that if you're throwing it out there, it's part of the theme that eventually they will get to play with those wonderful toys. It's not just for Batman. Ruin a rapture. <laughs> and sometimes it's good giving your players that thing that they shouldn't be playing with and that you know everyone will come along and spank them for using because they have. Usually it's the jealous folks that wish they haven't, but uh, sometimes it can be the folks wanting to keep the power balance, as in players don't get to have any power. And that's the balance. <laughs> So themes is one of those things that I personally as a GM like to play around with, like story arcs that I do. Each story arc has a theme and we kind of roll with it. You know, like Scion's a fun one for themes because since you're pulling myths and legends, City of Mist is another good one since you have myth and legends that you're playing with in the game that you can totally run with themes as the, it can, you know, you can pick a certain, you know, myth and that's the theme you're going with. Like when we did the, uh, since you're bringing up Scion, we did the uh, cruise down to Budapest. Oh, yeah. That, that theme was literally a Viking cruise river cruise theme that I picked out of a travel brochure. When I gave you guys the, the tickets at uh, Carrie's wedding for her character, I literally just looked up Viking river cruise through Europe and the one to to Budapest came up and all these great classic locations get stopped at. And I'm just like, oh yeah, we're totally using that. And each stop is going to have its own theme, which worked out really nice. Well, and speaking of themes and RPGs, um, murder mysteries. Oh. I love a good theme party. <laughs> <laughs> Much like you'll be hosting, not this weekend, but next weekend. Mm-hmm. It's totally a role-playing. It's LARP light. <laughs> oh, oh, are you willing to concede that it is a LARP? I am willing to concede it's, it's you know, LARPish. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's live action and a role-play. Mm-hmm. 
and there's nothing like like better than doing a uh, planning event with a with a theme. Mm-hmm. And yep. next week, murder mystery. Yep. Theme. It'll be fun to see who solves the murder mystery first. Exactly, and we're gonna have lots of other games too. Mm-hmm. Of course, speaking of weekends, uh, this Saturday in a couple days at uh, Tucson Games and Gadgets in the Tucson Mall is going to be the steampunk-themed gathering. So get your goggles and gears and go play some RPGs. I'll be running Iron Kingdom's 5th edition, Requiem, and then later running Eberron because Eberron is totally the steampunk of D&D. And Iron Kingdom's, you can have pistols and steam-powered robots. And there's going to be a costume contest. And, yep, at 2 o'clock. I've discovered the time for the costume contest is at 2 o'clock. Conveniently, right when the RPGs will be ending. Awesome. So it's almost like our our host is, is timing these things nicely. So you can go from gaming to participate or watch the costume contest. So that or should definitely be it. fun. <laughs> or judge it. If you happen to be judging the costume contest, do you know anyone judging the costume contest? I will be one of the judges. And our friend Zoe as well. Yes. You need to get back with Zoe, how dressed up she should be. That's true. I've got to go through my closet tomorrow. Because she wants to be as dressed up as you and not more so or less so. Yes. Well, I don't do steampunk light um, yet, so it's going to be full on. I advised her I'll probably be steampunk light in a kilt since I'm GMing. But uh, definitely check out the Tucson Games and Gadgets Facebook page. They'll be posting uh, on the pictures of the event. I'm not sure when, who is in charge of taking pictures, but I'm sure somebody is. It's not me. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'll be running some games. So uh, anything else you want to throw up for patron or theme? No, no. But hopefully I'll be dressed in style this week. Ah. I will throw out for you D&D fans out there, if you like the theme of having a group patron, in Tasha's, the newest D&D book, they actually have a nice section in there for different types of patrons and different type of adventures they would send players on if you had a patron. Because it is nice giving your group someone who basically will take charge and tell them what to do and shake their finger at them when they do it poorly. Yep. Especially when bills start showing up. Especially if you want to give your player something cool like either a ship or an airship or magical teleportation to go around the world to do things quicker. Patrons are good for that. Or one of my favorites is if you can have a retired player being a patron. Ah. That's always fun. Take an arrow in the and then head to retire. Mm-hmm. Or like oh, the, the storm. I recommend the uh, um, Tempest Clerics. Ooh, yeah. Or if you like storms, man, Tempest Clerics. They got some. They got some chops, man. Yeah, you can definitely make a Thor-like character that, at first level, can insta kill something that hits them with the reaction ability. I'm a huge fan of the Tempest Cleric because they do tons of damage. I like Tempest, or um, I have uh, a life, of course, because I want lots more heals. Uh, but, um, uh, I've, heck, I've played um, even an artisan one. 
Mm -hmm. Try to vary up my but those are good ones. Yeah, the, uh, I I've yet to find any of the clerics that don't do well, except I know knowledge and trickery are like the least used ones. Well, yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Knowledge is good if you want to be a know-it-all, and trickster is good if you want to be thief light. Well, I had a cleric who was an arcane. Mm-hmm. She was an elf, half elf. Master of the arcane arts. So, the general story there is just make sure you have a good theme for your character. Because I'm sorry, a, a curmudgeon -y alcoholic dwarf that acts like Thor would just be fun, I'm just saying. <laughs> and the fact that you can burn your divine uses to make the, the lightning spell just do max damage. You just say... I'm jacking stuff up and just doing max damage. In our in our Thursday night uh, unstreamed game, our uh, one cleric is a Tempest cleric, and he likes clearing the decks of ships with his lightning storm. Because mm -hmm. there's something nice about doing a big area effect and saying max damage. Because all of a sudden, you literally just cleared the deck, and if you didn't clear the deck, you put a hole through the deck. We've done that. Yes. <laughs> the High Sea Shenanigans Cleric has done the same thing. Uh, a Tempest Cleric and a Druid. Um, <laughs> Ooh, nature. And all have um, some of the similar spells. Mm -hmm. And hitting some of those... <laughs> Yeah, we put a whole big hole in that one ship. <laughs> Things were never the same. Yeah, but we got him. <laughs> okay, so since we've stormed in style and talked about the theme of patrons, that's probably a good time to wrap it up for August the 19th. Alrighty, guys, thank you for listening, and we'll be back Friday. We'll do a podcast episode probably with me and Kelly and then later on that night around 8 o'clock we'll be streaming our Genesis game for Realms of Terranoth which will be interesting because the group will be infiltrating that bandit queen's party mm -hmm. and the best part is you hear you big damn heroes now are known for being a bunch of bushwhacking bandits because the boy's going to tell everybody about your exploits yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> but if you get a chance we do still have one more day on patreon to vote for the fall winter genesis game that we will be playing and it looks like like kelly was saying is android shadow the beanstalk is the the contender right now but everything else is only like one vote behind right I'm not sure on that, but everybody vote for Dresden Files. <laughs> Go ahead, other. Comment Dresden Files. Okay, okay. Summer, the spring summer game, I will open it up to be not just Genesis. It's just that the guys all like Genesis. So that's why we, we picked with Genesis on the theme. That That's why it's all Genesis settings. I still hope salvage happens because I want to see you guys being space apocalyptic survivors. But it looks like it's not going to happen. But still, we can have fun with whatever gets picked. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening and have a great night.
Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.